Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse on Real Talk 93.3 FM. Ooh, too close. In Tallahassee, I was like, I could hear it. Our number is 850-656-0009. We're here. Spelling it out for the triple zero nine. Thank you. uh, You can listen to us every Saturday until we're bumped by football. We'll see if that happens. What football? What football? We're supposed to be playing this weekend. Supposed to be, are we? I don't know. Mm. Do we have a time, John? Radio John, do we have a time? FSU? Yeah. 3.30. 3.30. So we... What about Florida? Not till the end of the month. Oh, cool. Then we're not bummed. We're good. We're on. We're on. So we talk about real estate and life in Tallahassee, which is... Every day is every week. We're off curfew right now, so somebody needs to curfew give me ended a, a, yesterday. A curfewometer. <laughs> I never know when we're on or off curfew. We usually try to tell you, especially I mean, if you're typic- working on the house. Right. I'm typically. I mean, I'm typically indoors <laughs> by nine, so it should be okay. Unless I am working at a house, and then then you're bets are out late. Yes. So that's Scott. That's Scott Cowart. We're real tours with the brokerage our company where we sell residential real estate help people buy sell invest a lot of it these days a lot of it Mm -hmm. that's the truth it's been a busy week so like every week some weeks i'm i have completely planned out and i'm so good about it and then other weeks it's like meh 
Whatever we talk about, we were talking about. <laughs> Today is one of those Planning days. is not. Planning. Not I, know. I had ideas, and then I'm like, eh, this doesn't sound like fun. We try to make the show fun. It tries try not to be. I listened to radio. I went to Kentucky for the weekend to the non-Derby Derby. Hmm. It was the Derby without the spectators, so the Kentucky Derby played who, at... Who won the non-Derby Derby? Authentic. Hmm. Authentic was the winner. Yes. And... Louisville did not have spectators other than family, trainers, you know, close people. Because protesters said we're, those horses are not running. So they changed the time of the race. Black Lives Matter protesters said oh. they're not going to run. And just were protesters in general said okay. they're not running, but they did run. They, they ran, were, but it was late. It was sounded like they were protesting on the name of the horse. I mean, no, they, they were protesting on the fact that people... Enjoy their life. Need to stop something. Yeah. They just wanted to stop it. But it ran. And it was fun. And I was with family. And it was a blast. It was a great time. Did you bet? I bet at the house. That's, the house. Yeah. But Twin Spires, if you ever look at Churchill Down, it has two spires. And it's Twin Spires has an app. And my Aunt Jeannie's like, Patty, you could bet right on this app. And no, 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 I'm not no, trying no. to do that type of no, thing. No, 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 no. I'm not adding my debit card to anything because I would just... If I had a really big vice other than Cheetos, it would be... Gambling? Gambling, for really? sure. Oh, I love it. Casinos, the vibe, the sound, I, I do enjoy, the dark, no... I do, cl- en- I do enjoy the vibe. Then again, I, I also it. enjoy when people smoke and I don't smoke. So I, you do? I enjoy the, um, I guess, the act of being with other people while they're smoking because it seems very social. Mm-hmm. The chill of it. Yeah. Similar in, in nature. We were at my Aunt Laura's, and they're very clever about their their derby party and, and betting on the horses and raising money for charity is what we raise money for charity. Did you have a mint julep? I did not. I had, what did I have? I didn't drink any. I had this Miller Lite, Light thing. It was 64 calories, and it was like drinking beer air. It was... I already thought Miller Light was beer air. It was sixty-four calorie Miller Light thing, and then I drank some. I don't know how to pronounce it. It was like that one that's Lubin Liner or something like, uh, yes. and it was a pumpkin, and it was like drinking a pumpkin pie. They had a lemon one a while back. Yeah, they have a lemon like, one. They had that too, but I didn't. I didn't drink that. I drank the entire pumpkin beer, and then I went to diet. Are you the type that stopping at Starbucks and getting like a pumpkin latte? And absolutely it is, not. It is. I just don't even understand. No, I wouldn't. But I do have pumpkin Dunkin' Donuts coffee available to me, which I do enjoy. I mean, I parked I like probably egg. one a season. But we had a good time. I went up Thursday evening. Traffic was late. Came back Monday. Traffic was late. It was good. It was nice. It was cooler. So yeah. much cooler than here. It was like high of 82 on Saturday. I mean, we're taping Wednesday, but I have to tell you that today has been tolerable tolerable because the last few have not no it's been a rough week with heat for sure but i love the architecture up there even new homes that are building four side brick everything's four side brick up there red brick like a deep brick not right fire engine not not a facade no well i mean it's i'm sure it's a facade the way we build but it's a lot of brick homes and it looks beautiful beautiful so i stayed in bardstown which is home of like bourbon yeah, but I didn't even buy any bourbon. I didn't have any bourbon. Goodness, I'm not sure what you did. I talked. Mm. Okay. I talked a lot to my family. Yeah. It was really nice. I had a great time. I hope to go back 
And it was funny because there, my cousins, I have a lot of cousins. My dad was the oldest of 10. So I have a lot of cousins and they were, they were imitating you. <laughs> well, that should be interesting. It was we'll funny. We'll just save that for they another were doing, They were doing a really good imitation of when we back, what is it, March, beginning of COVID camp. And it was about is Carol this Baskin. A, is this a verbal thing or is it a they've seen on Facebook? And it was a it was verbal. an auditory. Okay. And I don't she this one cousin Maria does not use Facebook. Okay. Surprisingly. So she wouldn't have seen us. But on she does Facebook listen. Live. She does listen to this podcast. And she just thinks it's hilarious. So she it was Carol Baskin and I just started watching it and you were like the dust. <laughs> But she had your voice down. Like it was, like she had practiced it. This is me doing, imitating Scott. I finally have made it, John. <laughs> there you have it. He I mean, was imitating that. And it was, what was the other one? Virginia, the footwear in Virginia. Well, it's where right. did you go in Virginia that the footwear was so we bad? We went to DC. Oh. And so we, tra- Alexandria. we traveled out on the, it, subway old town yeah yeah. and we went we stopped in alexander for some reason and it wasn't for the footwear i can assure you (laughs) so i have just never seen bad footwear as much as i had in the washington (laughs) dc area i won't blame it just on virginia but i was like wow with all of this we have all of that it was rough it was was rough. rough so she thought that was really funny that was a good one well your footwear there's a lot happening. But with, she has your cadence that. down when she, she was imitating it. It was really good. It was well, interesting. She must be very sarcastic. <laughs> she is. They all are. We're Irish Catholic, so it's kind of like comes in it's in well, red. For the for the next um for the next visit, I would really like to see some TikTok videos or <laughs> They you know, were making them. They were making to, TikTok. If they're going to mimic, then I'd like to see some of that. Okay. Well next time we will mimic on TikTok, but they did make some TikToks. That would be really videos. We could use some of that for. That uh, would be funny. Have Maria and Rachel do some TikTok videos, making yeah, imitating could, Scott. We can share Patty. those. That would be cute. Increase our <laughs> base of three Listener. followers. <laughs> <laughs> Listenership. That would be funny. So, did you have a good week? I did. Just busy. I yeah. You're getting houses ready. I am getting houses ready, and because you were gonna go away, but you chose not to. Correct few new listings coming our way so that's good some larger than others but all really good ones and the one that i was working on sold as quick as i put it up i was taking it out and so we have a that's what she another said. right and so we have another one that we are working on that should be done by the end of this week and then next week another ones. one yeah so next well, week we another one three or four coming up within yeah it's exciting week week and a half so yeah, we talk about real estate. So I was going to talk about like location. Yeah. You know, when I, when I go meet folks as an appraiser, as an appraiser and I'm their house, I ask them to tell me about their house, what they've updated in the last five to 10 years. And then they, I say, do you have any comparables you'd like me to review? And they, a comparable is something similar to their home that may or may not have sold in the last six months or it's actively listed on the market. And they'll hand me a couple. Because I always ask in advance, be prepared. And they hand me a couple, and they're like 17 miles away. So real estate is about situs, mm. S-I-T-U-S. It's the first thing we learn in school is situs, which is the land that you sit on. Mm-hmm. There's manufactured homes that are built 
and they, they leave the tongue on the manufactured home or the wheels on the man. That is not, that is a trailer. That is not real estate because it is not tied to the ground. So a home is tied to the ground and that is the situs that becomes the location plus the house. So I thought we talked about situs. So, so why, why do you think that when you ask that question that you get the response so far uh, in variety in terms of the location? You think it's more of them looking for a house that looks like theirs without paying attention to situs? We'll talk about that on the next time okay. after the break. Patty Cite, Wilson. Situs 2.0. <laughs> Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Oh my God, what's happening? Thought I was fine. I told you I don't need your love like three, four thousand times, but that's a lie. No, I can look you in the eye. Oh, I, oh, I. So I did everything to push you all away. Don't you want to just like shake your arms at this one? Like do your I always, movement? I, I always do, typically. Uh, I'm Batty Wilson. That's Scott Cowart. We're both realtors. I'm an appraiser, and Scott does staging and makes the homes beautiful that and, we list. And pick out great, movable songs. <laughs> he does. This is a movable song. Well, I typically listen to them while I'm staging or doing something. So, How do you find your new music? I don't know. It finds you? <laughs> right. The rhythm. Um, that was glorious to find. Uh, I don't know. I, Spotify or whatever. I don't listen to... A playlist. It just pops up. I think it's in a playlist. I'm just not sure how I get it. Okay. But then again, I mean, there's a reason why you sit behind the desk and deal with all this social media stuff, because it's not really my forte. <laughs> just say. So I don't know. It does find me, though. So we're going to talk about situs and location. So Scott had the question. Someone, someone, I go to the appraisal. Uh, they, I ask for comparables. I want to see what they see in their house, because I'm going to tell a story about their house and the appraisal. And I ask them for comparables, and they hand me a slew. And then they're all over the place. They're like five miles away, ten miles away. And they're probably more pretty than the house that I'm looking at, which tends to be the case, because it's your home, so you're like, you you have a different feeling about your home than what you see. My house is as good as this house. And then I have to break it to them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's really I, hard. Well, situs would, be, been hard. situs would be really important in that case. When you look at, you know, Tallahassee is probably not different in mm-hmm. some cases. But when you go to a certain uh, development and there is a two-story, four-bedroom, two-bath, you know, it looks just like your standard home. And there's many developments in this town that have homes like that because likely builders were building in different places. But there's a reason why new ones are even different in price today if you were to go look at them. And it's the same for back then. It's it's based on the land and where it is. And where, where it's located. Right. So, school zones in this town, school zones drive price. I mean, you theoretically could have a quote-unquote better house even in the interior even the land in terms the of land may not be what as valuable. it looks like, but it may not be as valuable. may not be as valuable. As Chances are, if is, it's not, if it's on the southeast side of town with one school district, school zone, not a district, versus the northeast, 
the Northeast, hands down, is going to be worth more. But people, the average person doesn't know that. The average person believes, well, it's just five miles away, and my house was built by the same It doesn't matter because your land is different. Your taxes are different. Your school zone's different. Your zip code's different. Like, everything is different. It's not that. And and I have this interior belief. I took a class a long time ago about uh, marketing behavior and people being proud of what they, they've done to their home, and it was look good, be right. Everyone has that inner feeling. They want to look good. They want their house. It's a peacock feeling, and they want to be right. And then I come in, or any appraiser. I mean, there's some really good. I'm going to start asking. There's one female appraiser. I would really like her to come in and speak. And I've tried to reach out to her, but she didn't return my call yet. So I don't know where she's at. But I really would like, I think it's look good, be right. And they believe they made a great decision in buying their home. And it's just as good as the one 10 miles away that's in a PUD. A PUD is a planned unit development. So my house is not a planned unit development. And I can't legally, in the appraisal world, compare it to a home that is in one. I have to make an adjustment for that if I, as the appraiser, believe that PUD is worth more which typically they are, because there's rules involved, and that's what keeps the prices up. That's why you don't have an orange house, typically, in a PUD. You have cream colors, and it's, it appeals to the masses, and it keeps the values high. And it's really hard for people to understand that when their house is orange, really yeah. orange. I mean, but it's situs. It's just it's a combination of first location, so we look at zip code, and we look at subdivision, we look at school zones, and then it's the lot, the lot size, the shape of the lot. Does it back green space? Does it have a – here, it's like – it's not a cliff, but a cliff, like a really big slope. Mm-hmm. Slope away from the house in the backyard, slope towards the house in the front yard. Those are detriments. Those are things that don't make – keep value up. That's why level lots cost more. As people, the masses want a level lot. The masses want – clean and crisp and newer looking even if it's not new they want that that's what the masses want so if you've done unique features to your home it's not going to be worth as much well i mean which we talk about every week but situs is part of that situs is the house is located in and we'll use Childs versus lincoln and for whatever reason i'm not from here i don't espouse to be that Childs school zone is worth more than lincoln school zone well, I, th- I think some people, even when they come from larger metropolitan areas into Tallahassee, um, such as South Florida, where everything is very mass produced in a, in a development, if you will, four or five models, et cetera. But the reality is if you bought a new home in South Florida in those developments, you're still paying more to be, dare I say, lake, canal, um, a premium corner, a lot. Pro- right. So you're paying more for that. Therefore, it's worth more. And when they go to sell it, it's going to be worth more than it was if you bought one that wasn't. What the trouble is, is that you ask for this information and you give now your neighbor who just sold his and you bought them at the same time and they were built at the same time. But, you know, he paid more for his lot. I mean, and those are high premiums. Right. And I can't always, just because you paid more for the lot, cost is not equal value. Agreed. But I'm saying as a, as a person, if I were mm-hmm. sitting there handing them to you, I may not take that into consideration, but you should. You should. You should because that's the way it happened at the time that you bought it. 
So a builder can charge a premium for the lot that says a corner lot. You know, personally, a corner lot to me would not be, I like privacy. So a corner lot to me would not be the best thing. But I have, I will go back a couple years and see what did that repeated sale, a sale that bought and sold again with a corner lot, did it keep that premium? Because sometimes it won't keep that premium, but sometimes it does. So I do, I investigate to find that out. We don't just make adjustments like people call. It's so funny. They'll call and say, Patty, how much, how much value do you give a fireplace? And I'll say, what's the neighborhood? What's the location? What does that look like? Because in some neighborhoods, a fireplace may have no value. And in other neighborhoods, it has a lot of value. It can be four or $5,000. So it just depends. That's what's called paired sales. Mm-hmm. So I have to investigate. If you, I'll, I don't know why. It just is true. Tallahassee fireplaces, homes with fireplaces sell faster and for more money. Really doesn't matter what the location is. So it just depends. It, it used to be this granite laminate kind of conversation. If you were in the neighborhood like Golden Eagle, which is a man gated subdivision with a golf course and everyone on your unit in the little like quadrant of Golden Eagle has granite and you don't, you're going to suffer the consequence when it comes to the value of your home. If you're the first person to have granite, and no one else has granted, you're also going to suffer the consequences. Because until a couple more people catch up, right, then you're going to suffer the consequence. But you can't go because Golden Eagle is a man-gated subdivision. You can't go from there to another neighborhood here called Southwood, which is like 10 miles away, and say they're equal because they're on golf course. It's not. I'm going to, a man-gated versus no gate is completely different. Southwood has res, uh, restaurants in the center of it. It has state offices in the center of it. It's not platted the same way as Golden Eagle. I wouldn't use that. But I, sometimes I'll, I'll take that information that the homeowner gives me with their comparables and I'll break it down and say why these were not used. Yeah, that would make sense. So that they understand, yes, I acknowledge what you gave me and this is the reason why I cannot use it to support the value of your home. So a lot of it is proving a negative. And well, that's what we sometimes do. Sometimes that's what you have but to do. But situs is, I mean, it is. Just because you send your kids to Leon High because you have school choice doesn't mean you get, it's where the house sits. It's where the house sits. I think most people intuitively know that. I just think that often, you know, and maybe it's to look good, be right, but mm-hmm. we want what we want. And often we're trying to get back what we put in, and that's not always the case either. Just no, saying. no, because cost does not equal value. Correct. Sometimes it does. No, sometimes Sometimes it it's does. more. Agreed. S- Scott comes in. He puts marble in a house because it's white. He likes it. He'll put paint. He's putting all these things. It's 98.999% of the time the owner got their money back. Yeah, I mean, I... We haven't had one where the owner has not got no, their money for, back. I mean, if not... A whole lot more, but yes, you're right. That's the truth. Well, we take that into consideration when we go to the listing appointment and talk to the owner and say, this is where your house is located. This is how much money you should put into the home to make it sell for more. And then this is how much you put in. How much can you afford? And then we we work that backwards. More, faster, and keep it there. I think the biggest thing is making sure that we go from contract to closing. That's the big part. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We're talking about situs and location and real estate. 850-656-0009. Oh, 
can't quite get you out my sight You're always just behind You stored across my mind Welcome back. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. That's Scott Cower. We're Realtors. We sell houses. We help people with buying and selling and investing and renting. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website is brokeragefl.com. So you can always look at our pretty stuff or styleandsold.com. That's the staging site. And I do. We were talking through the break about LinkedIn and updating your bio. And I go through, like, I, I schedule time once a month and go through and make sure everything's updated because otherwise it looks lackadaisical and I don't like that. Yeah, I schedule time not to go through it. <laughs> it's true. I really do. It is not his forte. Can, can I avoid LinkedIn? But you do write your bios for me. You do, do. take a I moment mean, I and write a paragraph. To, if I have to, yes. And that's like right asking me to take before pictures, <laughs> which I go in and take before pictures now. I mean, some of what I have done lately is stock out like some other people in industry that uh, do staging and styling, some in Tallahassee, some not so much. But it, it's amazing to me that there's some before and afters I can't tell the difference. of. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. We've and seen it, some closets, wait, and, and it, I like I don't it, know what happened. And in some cases, I might say the before is a little better. <laughs> like, I, I don't mean, know what happened to your closet. There were a couple closets. Yeah, there's just some, some, I, but some were nicely done. Too. I like to learn from other people. That's how I take the posture. And I, I'm in some staging groups. I don't contribute because I'm not the stager. Scott is, but I try to get information. And what are people doing? Like, what are the trends? I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> to worry about it. I, I should. I feel like I don't really. I dare I say read. I read if I have to. I look at things if I have to. But I. It's interesting when I read a lot of topics of what we do. I'm on trend and I don't even know it. <laughs> it's it's somehow because I'm out and about and have a lot more uh, visibility into other metropolitan areas just based on my history. So. Yeah, they don't. They don't do what you do. And in case you don't know, we take in an uh, entire house, a 20-foot truck full of stuff. Often more than one put time. In, <laughs> often more than one time. Put in a house and then take it out three weeks later. So if It's fun lu- stuff. If we're lucky. It's fun stuff. And we have a system in place now that we didn't when we first started. So mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier. We can turn them and burn them. Like, it does feel much better. Than we have like four or five houses right now. So yes. we have a lot of stuff. And if you know of anybody that has a shell of a home that it's vacant, they can't sell it. They wanted to sell it by themselves. Not sure. Yeah. 850-656-0009. Scott goes over and it's a completely di- different kind of listing presentation because we talk about this is what your house is worth right now. This is what I think you have in give. Like if you put in five to seven thousand and this is what I see in the future progressively that your house will be worth if you do that. And then the seller can decide. Or, or it just can't. In some cases, people want a certain amount of money. Want is the imperative word. Um, but wanting it is not enough. You could do these things, but you're not going to get any more money than that. But you might actually get what you want. Sometimes it just needs a little bit more time on the market. So sometimes if it's not in it that happens. here locally, that child's school, uh, high school, 
which we'll go in a quick minute right now. That's the market the way all of Leon is. Versus Leon County or Leon High, which is on the other side of Monroe, it's just different. It's the northwest side, and it may take three weeks to sell versus child side one week to sell. Yeah, I mean, even in my just depends on how much you're going to let them do in Leon. But it, I mean, that that whole Waverly Benton area that I live, I'm amazed at what things are selling for. And I bought my house like four months ago, and my house is twice the house that theirs is for what they're getting for them it's crazy to me it is crazy and it's 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 supply and demand always last week or the week before appraisals have not caught up with this yet so there is going to be challenges and it's nationwide challenges where the appraisal value has not caught up to contract price because until those contracts have closed we can't really we can only use them as uh supportive value we can't use them as fact because we don't know contracts are are confidential so situs is really important if you're choosing to buy a home and I will say you're my buyer and I'll ask you where you, where do you want to live? What does it look like? You're, what are you going to do in the five years? Five to seven years is the average transition for a home buyer now to move up to another home. What does that look like? Are you going to stay? Are you going to have more kids? How many kids do you plan on having? How many pets? Do you want chickens? Like what is that life going to look like in five years? Yes, it's going to change. It's not going to be exact. But I want to know, will this house fit you in five years? Because no one wants to move and then they're blowing up in the house and then they got to move again. I mean, that just costs you money. It's great if you make it, if you buy a, say, a, a fixer upper and you just paint it and you do a couple of things that Scott suggests and then you make money naturally versus location. So it just depends. Yeah, it just seems like things. But situs is so important really when you go to moving. buy. You can't expect a crappy school zone. And this is all over the country, unless there's a bunch of gays that have moved in then and changed lucky. it out. And it's called regentrification. <laughs> it's called luck. That's different. <laughs> you follow the gays, you're going to be making money, right? <laughs> but if you're not following the gays and there's a bunch of families in there and it's the school zones are eh, then that's then you're going to be an eh. Then you m- might need to stay there a little longer to make the money on the house before you sell it. Or wait for the gays to show up. Or wait for the gays to show we up. We eventually do. The gays are like... Good, like not all though. Eagle not eye. all. Speaking of Jeff's husband, it was so funny one time we were doing a house. We we're painting. It was it was you. She had already closed on the home. She was your buyer, and you guys. It was the oh, day that yes. Jeff stuck his foot in yes. the paint yes. can. I remember it vividly. And I just went to visit because that's my best thing. Because I'm just going to go visit you. So I visit and I'm laughing, chuckling. <laughs> I was like, I want to see the result, just like everyone else. And it was. <sighs> It was just so funny because what did Jeff say about, oh, I said, Jeff, blah, blah, blah. Why did you pick this paint? He goes, Patty, I'm not that gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that gay. And he meant like, I'm not that gay. Not I'm not that gay. Like how on a level of gay, but I'm not that gay. Right. Well, it is true. It was so funny. And he's not. He's good with tidy and making a bed. And he can help you pick colors. On occasion. Yes. (laughs) But he is not. He's not the design gay. He is the... So if you follow the gays, you'll make money in your house. In That's of, stereotypical. In terms of color, we have... but we, He and I have really the same idea of color, and yet I'm more of a darker palette. You're more intense? Well, like if I look at... If you look at magazines or whatnot of what 
is appealing to me. I like black rooms. I like things that feel very dark and moody. I always say it's kind of like my soul. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, he, he likes that, but he also likes things that are real vivid and bright and, you know, cool colors, not like cool, hey, hip, but more just like cool tones. And so our house bookcases and stuff like that, even the kitchen has the dark colors, but the rest of it is more of the kind of blander, whiter, you know, palette. So it is so fun to watch that. What? <laughs> like to say that you've done this for so many homes. I mean, it's like 53. I counted. Did you really? Yes. Goodness. That's a 53 lot of homes. homes. That's what I sit and do at a computer. Like how many homes have we worked? That's a 53 lot of homes. homes. You've transformed in Tallahassee. Hmm. That's a lot of houses. Lot Isn't of that homes. amazing? It is. 53. And then to be able to do it in your own home. Yeah, it's nice. that's it, and hard. Harder. <laughs> is it's, it harder? It's so much harder. So much harder. Because you don't have a you. I think that and, you know, the cobbler, the cobbler's kids have no shoes. It's like I sometimes don't want to make those decisions. It's like I was telling you, like, I didn't want to go home, so Jeff would have to handle the marble going in today. I, I just, it gets old after a while for me. Still like the look. I just sometimes don't want to have to deal with my own So stuff. why did you choose marble for your own countertops, which are, are precious? Like, they, they chip? Like, they why do. did you charge choose marble over, like, a silstone or? Well, that, that silstone and quartz actually is more expensive mm -hmm. than marble these days. It depends on the marble. We got a honed marble, so it, it costs. It's more. a raw, it's a raw look. It's it has, rougher. It's very matte looking, so it doesn't I have, like it. it doesn't have the glossiness that some of our other ones do. And I put the glossy in the bathrooms just because of all the water and whatnot. But, um, it just, so it was more expensive than quartz or whatnot. But the reality of why I do it is because it's prettier. I, I don't you love marble. I, I don't care what it is that you know I always say I think being um everybody has this thing about them where they need to be comfortable like I think comfort is completely overrated <laughs> so get marble it's pretty it looks good it you may really have to take pretty. care of it but it's pretty it is pretty so that's and why. this is Andy Gibb I love him <laughs> I was listening to this all the way home from Kentucky. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We're talking about location in your home. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, 850-656-0009. We, were, we didn't have a guest this week, so Scott and I were just talking about situs and location of a home, and now location is what makes a home so valuable. So if you have a $200,000 $200, home in Tallahassee, and you go to Colorado, that home is $2 million. Also. And it's the same size. It's just a different location. Yeah, for sure. I mean... We don't have pot grown in our backyards. That's bad. We do not yet. California is another one where it's just outrageous. But those prices are dropping significantly in Seattle and California and Oregon. I mean, Seattle and, the, and Oregon is insane. Can you imagine paying all those taxes in California mm -hmm. and then being told that your 
your air had to be at 78. Like, I would have left. Mm. It would just be right. I don't know how they do it. I gotta, I'm got i going to talk to my brother-in-law. He lives in Moore Park. and ask him. Because we were talking about other things today, and I didn't get to ask him about the heat wave and how that was affecting his life. Because it would affect my life. I mean, the good news. 78. Is, uh, uh, my walls would sweat. Right, but we have humidity. They don't have the humidity that we do. So still... 78 is actually 78 for them. What's not 78 is here. So we were talking about location and situs and that how that location provides the primary value of your home. And then it's what you do to it, the features and fixtures and square footage of floor plan and how that adds to the value of your home. And that was our show today. And then we talked about like Scott comes in or I come into a listing appointment and I say, I typically, Scott says, Patty, what do you think? How much do you think that they could put in before we'll, we'll make their money back plus? And I give him a number, and then he does Ups his it. magic. And then I up it <laughs> no, in my head. You up without, it in your without head. Without you knowing. Yeah, we don't tell the owner that. And if we can sell it for more, it's always a win. For sure. Well, I mean. But I looked. It was 53 homes you've you've transformed. I mean, that is a lot of work. That is a, I mean, it sounds like a lot of work. That's for <laughs> sure. I don't feel like 53 homes. So I guess it's that's been 53. Good. Now, some less than others, but some are overall, completely some more than are others. completely more. I mean, some are actual complete redos. No, 53. Wow. You're welcome. We've got four or five more to add to the list coming I know. up. And it's kind of just transforming. So we are always looking to help people. And certainly a, a good place to house our stuff. Yeah, it is true. I mean, a lot of this, times, yeah, have you have so a place for four. It's all timing. Mm-hmm. The warehouse is only that big. Yeah, we don't have much in there right now. Luckily, no. So there is a little bit of room, but right now we could sell our stuff easily because nobody can get anything anywhere from anybody. Yeah, how long did it take you to get your appliances? Appliances were three months, but I mean, people are. I was looking for a refrigerator, and I think I'd go the scratch and dent route just for. I that mean, reason. some you can you can get that they have in stock it i don't think you'll want any of them but i mean but that's me i mean most of what i'm ordering is counter depth i, I like i have a specific idea of what i want so so if you're just looking for a refrigerator you can get some you're just not getting it the way i may want it do you have glass doors i do not no only on the uh the double oven that's finally installed does it look pretty it does quite nice you're gonna polish it i'm definitely <laughs> no. gonna polish I'm, it probably i mean i i came home on friday and i guess i should have known that um we've not been able to cook in the kitchen or anything because so, you didn't have one well and we're so used to doing that but apparently i missed like the i always say i i, I didn't catch the uh the fly or the I should have gotten the message that we haven't had a kitchen in so long that he was doing something nice for us, for me. Mm-hmm. Instead, I thought, oh, well, he finally got that double oven in and wanted to, you know, give it a test run. So I did not see the the correlation. So that was a bad on my part because I heard about it. <laughs> I should have come in and had a whole other response oh, that I did not have. More like, wow. Well, I noticed that, you know, the table was made because typically we've been eating on paper plates and just stuff like from, like average American. I mean, well, I guess <laughs> during I mean, but, COVID. Yeah, but 
that would be like telling me that we're not making the bed and we clearly are. <laughs> so I just thought it was a moment for him to get accustomed to this, you know, new double oven that I've heard so much about. So I should have seen things differently when I saw that the table was made, but I honestly just thought we're finally going to have somewhat of a home cooked meal. But it was it was an event and you weren't It was aware an of event it. and I did not get the memo. You did not know sure. that it was an event. Yeah. That would be yeah. my life too. Yeah, I just was And afterwards Chris would be like, "Patty, I did this for you." And I'd be like, "Yeah, you did." But and I usually, I, didn't know. I, usually, I usually walk in with 10 things and feel like and if I've been in a house all day, I want to take a shower. I clearly go get a glass of wine first and foremost. <laughs> so there are things that need to be done. And so <laughs> unfortunately, as I explained to him later on, I said Sometimes when you get home later than the other one, we don't have the luxury of actually decompressing our day. So where you're ready and have this idea, I'm just now getting to the point where you were two hours ago. So, and, and, and it's not always that way. Sometimes I can be home earlier. Not very often. I got to tell you, but I get that. But give me a moment. I didn't realize like what was, ha- I didn't realize the event. And this is good because he doesn't listen. <laughs> I didn't- he doesn't listen to the show, so he can say whatever right. he wants. So I, I didn't realize there was an event. I mean, he would know. I, I've explained. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. I mean, there would be nothing that, you know, there's no He's shame like, in my Patty, game. I'm not that gay. That's right. what he told me. Like, sometimes I just don't. Like, I'm not an oblivious person, but when it came to that, I completely was. Like, I thought it was about the kitchen and the appliances. And I'm still not 100% that it wasn't, <laughs> but I'm going to let it ride. Did it, did it cook well? Like, yes. was he excited? Yes. Yes. It cooked the way it was supposed to cook? Yes. I mean, everything. I mean, he'll he'll tell you. He's got a thermometer inside the oven to check. Is it Wi-Fi? The oven? No. I mean, but he's still using a record player or whatever you call it. Yeah, he is using a record player. I mean, he he likes all the old school stuff, so no, Wi-Fi would be too much. But he, it does do steam cleaning, and it's not a steam oven, but it does do steam cleaning and whatnot but and it has a special bakery button like for breads where it makes the yeast rise but doesn't make the bread too crisp on the outside i i have not experienced so this is clearly appliances where you must read the directions yes and i would not although or a video although, I'd need a although video. for some reason nobody read the instructions as it pertains to where it needs to be plugged in so i had the plug move three times because it's not where it was in our kitchen as we remodeled it. So I moved the plug where they told me to, which is not where it went. And then I moved it again to which is not where it went, and then I moved it again. So that was fun. Good times. Yeah. See, isn't that a good learning for our for our business? I now? have learned a lot. In, that is in a really this. good learning. But I've never done double ovens in one of ours either. Typically, they it, already have it in place. If or, they have or it's a one unit. So it's just completely. A different. wall oven. Yep. We grew up with a wall oven. But I moved the refrigerator, I've moved the sink, I've moved everything. So and and we didn't have ventilation through you know, through the house. So know. you have to fix that? Is it been I, fixed? I, no, I had to have it opened up so they had to cut through my roof to put the ventilation for the hood because you can't have gas without No, you'll the, die. Right, without the ventilation. Dead in your bed. So that was an experience. And I've done that for other people, but not in this way. So everything has been interesting for sure. Yeah, but it's so good to know that and then know the cost evolved and know that, yes, you may want it, but you're selling your home, so it's probably not appropriate. This 
this won't not everybody sell your home. not everybody's looking for double ovens but if they go to buy a home and they want to do it then that's great but i would if somebody were to do that and they're going to move in five years tell them not to just go standard yeah and i don't i would not unless have, you're a cook or you need to sell and i wouldn't have gone in and moved everything the way they did but i don't like corner sinks we had a corner sink i mean there was still a window there but i have i have no i don't even remember. i have no idea why anybody did corner sinks in the 80s Everybody did. I know, but why? My house on Arnie Drive in Harrisburg had a corner sink, and I just loved it. I thought that was so cool. I cannot. Nineteen ninety. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And we've changed a couple as as of recent. And it was like the Litchfield house that we did. It was the diamond. It was that's how it was set up. And I just thought that's even more weird. So cool. That's even more weird to me. And I had stained glass doors on my cabinets. I thought it was so cool. I was like, this is hip. This is in. I'm in. Well, so I was talking to the owner because we now converse, the owner prior to us, mm-hmm. um, they were in it for 50 years. And I said, so, you know, we're moving the sink. And he was like, I, I'm wondering why that wasn't done a long time ago. And I was like, okay. So it just made me feel better about the decision. He didn't make you feel bad about it. Like, no, why no, would you do I, he that? He honestly thought, why did we have it here? He couldn't remember. And he put it in? They put it in, but... He realized why he didn't move it because of the work that it took yeah. to do it. I mean, we're fortunate to have a lot of people around us to, to help you to help, right? I mean, good for you. So. Well, congratulations on your new kitchen. Well, <laughs> I'll let you know come Monday or Tuesday. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Our website's brokeragefl.com. Our number's 850 656 0009. Thanks for listening. House Talk with a Happy Ending. Every time. <laughs>